Peace and blessings, everyone. Welcome to the Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Floyd Boykin Jr. Welcome. And of course, we have another incredible musician, artist, human being, all of that. Uh, he, I've been knowing this brother for a very, very long time. Please welcome to the show, Angelo Sachs Shaw. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, what's up, my brother? How you doing today? I'm good. Good to talk with you. Always. Uh, same here, man. And uh, thanks for uh, agreeing to come on the show so we can talk about your, your artistry and we honor you here on the show. And so you know, those people who may not have heard of you, they can check you out. And then, you, of course, your friends and fans who know of you, they can check you out and listen to what you got to say. So we really appreciate you being on the show today. So usually on the show, you know, we, we bring on some phenomenal, who I feel are phenomenal artists, incredible artists, and we want to talk about your path to uh, your creativity and things like that. So, uh, of course, in as stated in your name, Angelo Sax Shaw, so you play the saxophone. Um, when did you actually start your journey as a saxophonist? Like, what, what was that thing that made you say, hey, this is the instrument for me? Well, honestly, uh... When I heard John Coltrane and Robert Washington Jr. as a child, uh, when I would go visit my father, he would play the uh, albums when it was time for us to go to bed. He would just put, you know, uh, some, some John Coltrane on my favorite things or some Robert Washington Jr. wine light. He just put the album on. And uh, my sisters and my brother, they would be asleep. And I couldn't go to sleep until that, that last note was played. And I would just lay there and just embrace all that music. And I said, someday I'm going to play an instrument. I didn't know what instrument I was going to play, but I knew the saxophone was, was something I really liked. So in middle school, uh, we had a band teacher named Mr. Buttermeyer. He was the uh, uh, sixth grade music t uh, teacher. Hmm. And uh, I went down to pick an instrument. You know, the instruments were free back then. You didn't have to rent an instrument. Right. And I chose the bassoon. <laughs> really? No, yeah. I never knew that. Never knew yeah. that. What made you decide the bassoon? Well, it was my really the teacher. He he was like, well, you know, this instrument's going to be popular, and you know, no one else is going to play it. Of course, no, it, it's not. A, <laughs> <laughs> so, Nobody really played it for real. Oh man, I took that thing home, and a, a best friend of mine, like Ken Wallace, he said, man, he said, take that bassoon back and tell <laughs> him you want to play the saxophone because you like the way it sounds. <laughs> right. Wow. So I took it back and. uh Pick the saxophone up and uh, didn't look back from there. So. And see that that's a that's an amazing story though. You know, back in back in the day though, like I have a greater appreciation for the bassoon now than what I did back then. Back then, I, I was oh no, you know. Now I've seen some artists that actually you know make magic with the bassoon, but that but, you know back then that definitely wasn't on our radar. At oh our. man, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you you are you are an awesome um, saxophonist, man. I really like your artistry, and you know, like I said, we've known each other for for a very long time. Uh, actually, for those who don't know, you and I we went to college together, good old Monmouth College, and oh, uh, <laughs> you know, that's been a minute. We don't have to tell them how long we've been out, but yeah. we've been out for a minute, and it's we were actually minute. in a band together, you know, in college, you know, that's right. 
that band we call it uh, LMP, and for those who didn't know, it was called Late Night Pleasure. Oh man, <laughs> I ain't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was some good times, man. I mean, you were, you were playing the saxophone, I was playing keyboards at the time, piano at the time. Yeah. And then we yeah. had uh, Damon Hendrix on the drums, and it was all we won up. Well, in college, we won our first talent show in yeah. college. Yeah, it was a speak. <laughs> right. It was, <laughs> we took all the votes you know it, it, was, it was cool man because they didn't know what to expect from us at you know, good old modern college you know and um, and we've been doing music together pretty much ever since then. we've done well, at least at least four or five different songs I believe yeah. together yeah yeah definitely so you know then speaking of speaking of music now you've of course have your own album I've called Total Praise uh, talk about uh, that particular uh, album and, and what you went through in terms of recording it. What was your process? Well, but that uh, I was really curious on uh, recording, so I started studying, you know, the recording side of music, and I picked up a, a program called Logic, and I went and bought a MacBook Pro and got the microphone and everything, and uh, started putting some some music together, and uh, it was uh, pretty pretty. It was a good experience. And of course, I invited a good friend of mine named Floyd Boykin Jr. Uh, <laughs> to uh, feature a song on there, and it's called uh, "I Was Created." And uh, it's a powerful song. It's uh, poetry, and I went through the uh, Book of Genesis as far as the creation is concerned. I went through that and just wrote the song from from the verses. But uh, total praise. I just wanted to give my first project to God because I really I'm so thankful that He gave me the gift to play you know the saxophone and uh, I just wanted to give give something back and uh, there's, there's more to come definitely definitely more to come well that particular album man, I definitely enjoyed a lot I enjoyed being a, a part of it I'm really glad that you invited me to be on that album um, yeah. and it, it was an awesome experience y'all gotta go check it out um, on, uh, on iTunes um, and Amazon I'm sure it's on Spotify as well everything's gonna yeah, be yeah. on all that yeah, another song that I did on there is called uh, Lilies for Angela. And I recorded this song for my wife. Her name is Angela. And uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, she took the kids to shop and save. I would get my recording. <laughs> I would get my recordings in whenever they would leave the house because they would make so much noise. So uh, they went to shop and save. I said, I got to get this song in. And I, I literally, I played the last note as I hit stop. But they walked in the door. I <laughs> heard the keys jingling. So I literally wrote that song and played it while they were shopping. Oh, that's dope, man. So, that's, yeah. it's a, it's amazing the type of stories that we have behind the records that we record. <laughs> you know, people, <laughs> when you sit there and think about it, man, it's so much things that we, and so much that we put into our recordings and it's just amazing. Um, now, what I always thought was really interesting because I happen to, I know you and I know your wife. I went to high school with your wife and went to college with you. And I just thought it was really cool that uh, Angelo met Angela. And I thought that was really cool. You know, I never would have that that kind of luck to, you know, Floyd meeting a Floyd Dean or something like that. That's that probably won't happen. So it's you a know. small world. You know what's crazy too about it? Now now when uh, I met her, she knew you in, in uh, high school also, but the, the best friend back in fourth grade that introduced me to the saxophone also went to Roosevelt. And she sang in vocal jazz with him. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that... our paths were were really linked together. Yeah, y'all was y'all was gone yeah. one way or another. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's inevitable. Y'all was gonna be. Yeah, man. 
I remember like with um with the album recording process, like we did a song. Actually you were on my Earthology project and oh, you recorded on two of those songs. That's like my uh, well one of my, my most popular album, but you recorded on a track we did with Malcolm Jamal Warner, which I yeah. thought was really cool when um when Malcolm Jamal Warner and that's actually called Be Poetic, when he agreed to uh to do a song with me, I was like, dude, I gotta I gotta get my boy on this track, you know what I'm saying? So and that that experience was really cool, man. You were jamming on that piece. And um and ain't nobody know that none of us really in the did, did you record that in my studio or were you at home recording? I don't, I think you were in my studio at yeah, the time. Yeah, I was in the studio. One. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. at that time you hadn't bought all your stuff yet, I don't think. No. Yeah. I was taking but, notes from you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we had we had fun in that time. I mean, it went very yeah. smoothly because I have to tell you, man, out of the people I work with, one of the reasons why I always reach out to you, one of the uh, greatest people in my opinion to work with in the studio, you'll be about your business. You know, you're not playing around. It's like you play the song so you can hear it. If, if we haven't sent you a, a email on it, you listen to the song, you say, play it back one more time, we play it the next and later. You just, you know, go for it. And it's like all this magic come out of you, man. So I always, I will always reach out to you. You know, you may not always be able to perform, you know, play, but, you know, I'm always going to reach out to you because I just love our chemistry uh, that we have together because you also play it on, on Earthology Keepers of the Earth. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and to, to today, that would probably be out of the songs I've done, probably one of my top three songs that I like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I still play that jam like I just released it, you know. Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Oh, man, yeah. I appreciate it. But talking about new music now, we were talking earlier that you have new music coming out, correct? Yes, I'm uh, working on a project and I'm, I'm planning on releasing it the first of the year. I was going to do it sooner, but I'm ch- trying to kind of wait and uh, see what, what COVID's going to do. It's kind of mm-hmm. set everybody back because I think one of the best ways to promote your music is to go out and play it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of not hesitant, but I'm going to fine tune it even more just to make sure it's polished for when it comes out because everybody's coming out with big guns when it's COVID ends, I'm telling you. They're coming out with guns blazing with this music. So uh, oh, yeah. you, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. So I'm practicing and working on, I'm going back to the basics, working on scales and working on, uh, you know, my, my with the basics. I mean, I, I got to work, work on, you know, my, my tone, my tonality and just want to be a polished musician when I come out of this this thing, man. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We're definitely yeah. looking forward to it. Are you are you releasing or or uh, letting people know what the the title of this new album or are you holding on to that yet? Or I'm gonna hold on. Well, I'm I'm really I'm thinking uh, the title is gonna be Woven Secrets, and the reason why I'm gonna call it that is because I'm working on a novel. I'm a writer also, and I think uh, I'm gonna title it after my book. So that's going to be interesting. And the songs are going to be titled after some of the chapters oh, in the book. Nice. So, yeah. That's, so, that's a yeah. great idea, man. That's a great yeah. idea. When is the novel coming out? Well, that's going to be out by Christmas. So I'm, I'm hoping to release that around Christmas time because everybody's kind of at home. Nothing else to do. Why not read my book? And I'm going to release <laughs> it for free. So we won't, we won't have to pay for it. It's going to be a free novel. Oh, now y'all heard that right? Yeah. He is releasing a free novel. Y'all have no excuse not to get this book. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's free, and you can purchase. Now you'll be able to purchase the music, though, right? 
Yeah, you can purchase the music. I, I, <laughs> that won't be free. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there you go. You can save the money that you want to use for the novel and use That's it right. to buy the music. And that way, you know, you're supporting my brother here when he drops that. And uh, how can they uh, How can they find out the information in terms of like where to, to download? It'll be a download, right, for the book? Yes, it'll be on Amazon. It'll be available on Amazon. Okay, and, awesome. Uh, yeah, if they want to follow, they can go, my, my Facebook page is Angelo Sackshaw. Uh, and also, if they want to follow me on Instagram, it's Angelo Sackshaw. I'm going to be posted on those pages about the book as well. And I'll I'll eventually create a, an author page, but I'm going to, I'm testing the waters a little. I'm, I'm following behind you, big brother. <laughs> oh, man, thank you, brother. Man. I'm following you know, behind you. You yeah. know, it's it's all about uh, just getting out there networking, whether it's virtual on the on, on the uh, social media or like you say out performing which is I think is like you said the best way of promoting your, your music being out there and uh, I really hate that COVID has really put a, a damper on that aspect of our artistry yeah. but I like that it's not keeping us from doing what we do because there's That's a lot right. of music that's been released this year and yeah. some of that has been from some of the 90s artists and, and you know that we mm-hmm. haven't heard for, from, for a few years and they're dropping stuff because one we're at home you know if you're an yeah. artist a creative person you, you're going to hear some kind of song in your head so you're going to record something so I'm that's looking right. forward to your music now I do have a question for you we got a couple more questions uh, you know time always go by fast when you're having yeah. fun talking <laughs> you know <laughs> um, so one of my questions I have for you as a what, what would you say was probably your biggest memory in terms of performing as a, as a saxophonist I would say uh, if I could choose memories, I would say playing at my each of my grandparents' funerals. Mm. Those are moments that I hold dear to me because uh, I find myself playing at more funerals sometimes than weddings throughout the year. And people ask me, you know, you know, why do I feel something when you play? It's because I reach back, and when I'm playing for someone else's funeral, I'm actually experiencing my. My, my loved one's funeral is all over again. Gotcha. So the music is coming from the heart. Yeah. I had one guy come up to me. It's kind of funny. Uh, I played at a funeral and this real big guy came up, man. And he said, uh, he said, man, he said, I ought to knock you out. And I was like, looking at him like, what did I, what did what? I do? He said, man, my family has never seen me cry. He said, you uh, made me cry. And he gave me a hug. I was like, oh. Why, why? <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hey, man, I mean, you know, that that's what music and poetry and song, and, I mean, when you really bring it from the heart, though, that's, that's what it does, man. It, yeah. it makes people experience emotions that either they're very familiar with or have never tapped into before. And that's one of the beauties of just, you know, just being an artist, man. I mean, I have some of those memories myself, and I just I tell you, man, it's like, yes, we love getting paid. But when you think about those memories, a lot of times they're connected to things that we probably didn't really get paid much for. But mm-hmm. the experience itself, you know, is priceless. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So the, so the final question I'd like to ask you, my brother, uh, we uh, like to ask this to, to all of our, our guests that comes on the show who, who happen to be musicians or artists, those type of artists. But if you could create your own band where you're the lead per player in this band, with celebrity artists, whether they're, you know, here here today, gone, you know, dead or gone. If you can create that ideal band, who would they be? Who would your players be? And also background vocalists and things like that. 
man, I would I would have I would have the uh, Pieces of a Dream band. I would have that that full band back me. And the reason why I choose Pieces of a Dream is because uh, they were linked to Grover Washington Jr. Mm. and he discovered them. And so it would be a it would be almost like an uh, he discovered them, but they discovered me. Some, some kind of it, it would be intertwined some kind of way. And okay, uh, okay. as far as uh, vocals, man, I would have India Irie, and I would have Mary J. Blige, and mm. of course I would have uh, 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 so many artists. Uh, uh, D'Angelo would be a, a background. He probably wouldn't sing background. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely have D'Angelo on there, and, uh, and, and, and Tamia. Tamia would have to have to be on there as well. So those oh, would be. Those yeah those are some nice ones man right there i mean yeah. actually all of the ones you named uh for the more way you said tamia india Irie. what was it what was it who was the third one uh tamia india Irie, and i would have d'angelo and d'angelo well you know where well, the ladies very underrated uh d'angelo yeah. is just incog- incognito but yeah. <laughs> you know but those are some <laughs> phenomenal artists man and, yeah. and, and the pieces of a dream I like I don't know a lot about the band, but I am familiar with the band. I remember when they released some music uh, back when I was just really buying everybody's stuff. Yeah. Um, they made yeah. some awesome music, but uh, I didn't know they were connected to Grover though, and so that's actually great information. You learn a lot when you're listening to the Exchange podcast from the artist, man. So I appreciate yeah. you sharing that information. Also, from a my- shout out to Patty Labelle too. I mean, that's <laughs> oh that's, yeah, that's, that's hands down, hands down. Yeah, see, if you have Patty in your show, you, you oh, know. Oh, man. You, Come on. <laughs> if only you knew. <laughs> right. Oh. You might forget to play while Patty's singing. You'll be like, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to be playing. This is my bad. I mean, you know, my bad. Patty is so awesome. My yeah. mom, man, my mom used to play Patty LaBelle all the time. And it's like, um, she was, I don't know if it was Motown at the Apollo. It was like 25th anniversary. Some type of uh, 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 reward, I mean, award show. Um, and they had Patty LaBelle come out, and every really? time she came out, you heard her first. You didn't see her, uh, <laughs> you know. Mm. You heard her voice, and then she came out. I was like, man, this woman here, and and she's yeah. just always been phenomenal. So, man, those are some awesome picks, man. Yeah. Well, man, my brother, I appreciate you taking the time to be on our show, man. Um, and you're welcome to come back, be a friend of the show at any time, man. You let me know, and we'll make it happen again, my brother. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, you all. My name once again. My name is Floyd Boykin Jr. And we um, interview Angelo Sackshaw today. So, thanks again for listening to the Exchange Podcast. Be kind, be respectful, and learn something amazing. Peace and blessings. Peace.